I actually had a face-to-face -face with the head Facebook engineer who is in charge of the people that code the ad algorithm. And he, he told me, he said, there's two things that we could do really well, and there's one thing we can't. Here's what we could do really well. Number one, we could target better than you. So don't try to outsmart the algorithm. Number two, we can bid better than you. So ask Facebook for what you want, which is what's called the campaign objective. This is the thing that we can't do well at all is ad creative because essentially creative has to be developed by humans. So focus all your effort on ad creative. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp, and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, legends, pumped to have you joining me for this episode of Marketing Builder and also Bob Regneris from Feed Stories, who is a Facebook ads coach and author of The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising, which is now in its fourth edition. When it comes to digital advertising, Google ads and Facebook ads are the behemoths. In the social media world, Facebook is the category killer, dwarfing everything else, and that means they have a ton of data on people and a lot of people find that creepy some unethical but we aren't here to discuss the ethics of what facebook does it is what it is for now but what it does do is present you with a massive opportunity if your target market is on facebook bob regneris is the author of the fourth edition of the ultimate guide to facebook advertising and he has an uncanny ability to pull a person's story out of their head and their heart and engineer that into highly responsive ads and creative. And he shares a great example of that in this two-part series on Facebook ads. Bob has 22 years experience in digital marketing and has served thousands of clients and industry leaders such as Dan Kennedy, Bill Glazer, Alan Brown and Perry Marshall. Listeners, before we hear from Bob, be sure to stay tuned at the end of the show because I've purchased a copy of Bob's book and I'm going to give it away to one lucky listener. Now, I started out by positioning to Bob that while Facebook is a social media category killer in terms of the volume of users, that for a lot of small and medium businesses, it can seem like there's just too much going on and it's too complex on the platform and that if they were to get started on Facebook and with Facebook ads, they just wouldn't be able to cut through and achieve success. And so I asked him if that's a valid view from businesses. It's not valid, and here's the reason why. The, the Facebook ad algorithm essentially has three components. The first is budget. So yeah, if, if you have a really high budget, you're going to get your ad shown. But there's two components that are actually more important. The first one is your click-through rate. So if you're able to write a better ad than your competitors, no matter what they're spending, um, that's going to give you an advantage. And then the third component is your expected uh, conversion rate on your website. So if your landing page converts well, uh, that's also a bonus. So essentially what you're doing with those two variables, you're creating a discounting situation for yourself will, where you're going to pay less than your competitors. Conversely, a poor performing ad or a poor performing website, uh, you're paying a premium for the traffic. So I like to say, let the big brand advertisers pay the premium because I know they're not writing as good ads as we are. And I know their landing pages aren't designed for response. So um, we can compete as small and medium sized businesses against the big behemoths for sure. 
I love that framing about discounting by writing good ads and, and having good converting landing pages. I think it's a great point for people to keep in mind. Bob, is Facebook advertising, is it better suited to business to consumer or business to business or it doesn't really make much difference? I'll say this, business to consumer, it's certainly easier, okay? But it doesn't mean that you can't do business to business. In fact, most of the people I, probably about 50% of my clients are dealing in the B2B sector. I think the biggest thing that Facebook allows you to do in the B2B sector is establish your platform and become an expert. Um, we'll probably dig into this later, but if, if you're the type of advertiser that uh, values content and building authority, you're going to be really successful as a B2B advertiser on Facebook. How does a business use organic content? Because we can create organic content for free. Yes, we might have to pay to distribute it to as wide an audience as possible. But how does a business use their organic content in tandem with their advertising in partnership? Is that a, a consideration or, or can and maybe should they exist in silos, i.e. they work independent of each other? I like to think that content is medium agnostic. So I, I like to create a piece of content and leverage it in multiple ways. Uh, certainly, like you said, you know, when I create a piece of content, for instance, today, you know, I posted, I posted something on LinkedIn, I posted on Facebook, I posted on Twitter. Um, I like to use it in multiple ways. I, I like to post it on my blog, even if it's a video that lives on YouTube, I can post it on my blog. So I like cross-platform uh, and cross-media indexing of content. And I, I think what it allows you to do is, is it, it gets you to the point where it's not overwhelming. Like you're not writing individual content for individual platforms. I, I think that's kind of a waste. Um, people are going to follow you and, and do Facebook stalking or LinkedIn stalking, right? They're, they're going to track you down on their media choice. Um, so, you know, the, really the only difference is kind of catering to the platform a little bit. So obviously if it's video, you want to cater more towards, you know, a Facebook video, YouTube video, just kind of the standard format there. And then if you're more of a, a word person, you're thinking about content that's, you know, it's going to be read on LinkedIn or read on your blog. So I think that's the only difference, but I, I, I don't, I don't create a piece of content thinking necessarily is this organic or paid. I, I just don't, I just don't view it that way. Well, following on from that, can a business or, or should a business only advertise on Facebook if they aren't keen or don't have the capacity to even produce regular organic content for their page? Uh, I have clients that don't produce any organic content, to be honest. Uh, they focus mostly on paid content. I, I love paid advertising because it's, it's more of a uh, – there, there's an efficiency to it and there's a logic to it. it you know, pay a dollar to make two – um, you know what you get with organic content. You're you're at the the mercy of the algorithms, and you know sometimes a piece of content will get picked up, sometimes it won't. I kind of prefer the like, hey, I, I I I have an expected result when I pay to get my content promoted or I'm putting in front of people on an ad. And it's repeatable as well, isn't it? You can look at past campaigns and. and potentially predict how it's going to perform where as you said with organic content you're at the mercy of the algorithm but also at the mercy of whether it actually hits a sweet spot with engagement with your audience yeah absolutely the, the predictability is is key I, I think a good way to put it is this there, there's going to be a couple media that you end up being really comfortable with and really good with 
So it may not be Facebook for you. I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to tout Facebook in any way. Uh, but you, you may find that, you know what, I really, I really jive with YouTube and I'm really good at producing YouTube content. And then you may use the other platforms to, to lift up YouTube as your primary channel. Um, I, I've got clients that primarily advertise their business on LinkedIn. And, you know, I'm one of them. I, I, you know, I'm the type of person I'm looking for higher end businesses. So ironically, I don't run a ton of Facebook ads to, to build up my coaching program. I actually build relationships on Facebook and I use Facebook to prop up my LinkedIn strategy. Does that, does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. Yeah. You've got to go where your audience is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Bob, as I said before, Facebook, it's a category killer when it comes to the, the total volume of, of users and, and traffic. And with that comes great targeting ability because they've got so much data on people. Can you maybe outline some of the targeting functionality that, that people can find in Facebook that it provides when people are looking to set up and run ads? Yeah, Facebook is very powerful. The, the fact that they know everything that you plug into your own personal profile, right? Like, they, they know exactly what you like. They know what you're reading. They know what you stop on. And that's kind of creepy. But then it extends off of Facebook. So the Facebook pixel is installed on billions of websites. So they know your behavior. So they know what you buy. They know, they know what you land on. So, you know, Facebook knows a lot about you. And it, it became really real to me a number of years ago. I'm, I actually had a face-to-face -face with the head Facebook engineer who is in charge of the people that code the ad algorithm. And he, he told me, he said, there's two things that we can do really well and there's one thing we can't. Here's what we could do really well. Number one, we could target better than you. So don't try to outsmart the algorithm. Number two, we can bid better than you. So ask Facebook for what you want, which is, it's called a campaign objective. This is the thing that we can't do well at all is ad creative because essentially creative has to be developed by humans. So focus all your effort on ad creative. Okay. And that was really eye opening to me because what it said was number one, machine learning can really take the burden of finding your potential customers. The best way to do this, Dale, is to have what we call lookalike audiences. And lookalike audiences are simply models of other audiences. Uh, no matter what country you're in, you have this ability. And the key to making a really good, a, a great lookalike audience is use the right model. And so what we teach in the book is you want to have a model of your customers. If you don't have a good list of customers, then you want to use like a list of email addresses. And if you don't have those, then model your, your, your top visitors to your website. So there's always something we can model that will allow Facebook to understand based on behavior, who are people that are absolutely targeted for my business and for my offer. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, -step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. 
The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. The Facebook head engineer was essentially saying to you, don't try and game the system, don't try and outsmart the algorithm. But for years, you're, you're, you're old enough, like I am, to remember how we used to be able to sort of game systems with SEO and, and things like that. Do you, do you have many businesses coming to you who have spent a lot of time and focus on trying to game the system and try and figure out the shortcuts rather than actually trying to focus on the creative and get that right? No, not, not in recent memory because I think what people, Google itself lends itself to more gaming because the interface is extremely complex and things are more hidden. Now, I'll say this about Facebook. They, they try to simplify the interface, but it, it changes quite a bit. Uh, in fact, it changed uh, twice in the time that we were writing the book, <laughs> which was frustrating because we had to keep changing our screenshots. But um, Facebook has become a little bit more devious and hiding certain settings and so forth. But Facebook is so straightforward in terms of its targeting and bidding strategies, and people inherently trust them more, and I do believe they work. Um, Google advertisers who come over to Facebook have a difficult time because they don't trust the machine. But Facebook advertisers generally trust the machine because the machine has generally been good to them. Now, that's a big, you know, wide-ranging <laughs> statement there. But in general, I trust the targeting, and I do trust the bidding strategy. Um, I do focus 80% of my time on a campaign is really thinking about developing good creative uh, copy for my ad and the right media image or video for my ad because that truly is the differentiator in the Facebook, ad, uh, Facebook algorithm. Well, you mentioned there about Facebook interfaces and changes and settings and some settings might be hidden or, or moved. Should people simply just use their normal Facebook business page account to set up and manage ads, or are there tools that can help them on that front? You know, there are tools. I've tried them. I found them to be more cumbersome than they were worth. Uh, I find Facebook ad manager is sufficient. The business manager is sufficient um, and simple enough and fast enough for me to use. So I have not used any tool, gosh, in the last five years. Bob, I've got a few listener questions that were sent in, and so I thought I'd ask them. Excellent. Kind of at the right times in terms of how they relate to the previous question. And the first comes from Kieran May from Across Business, and he asked, Facebook has been promoting Facebook Business Suite. Is this something to pursue, or is it just another attempt to be all things to all people? So the Business Suite in relation to – it's mostly for use on the phone, um, being able to manage from a from a mobile device when you can't be on your desktop. So I haven't played around at all with Business Suite. I've been so focused in on uh, putting together the book and putting together coaching and things like that. It's fairly new and I haven't dug deep into it. So, you know, that's one that I think the, the, the jury's still out. Uh, but I do know that their push is to help you manage your ads better on mobile platforms because so many of their users are mobile only. 
And it was, it's been really difficult if you have to manage any ad accounts from your phone or your, your iPad, really difficult. So I know this is their attempt to try to, to uh, ease the burden on those ad managers for sure. Bob, that's a great base so far. So let's start to talk in a little bit more detail. What products are available within the Facebook system? Because people may have heard terms, and you mentioned some of these earlier, but terms like targeting and retargeting and boosting dark posts, pixels, messenger ads, links with Instagram, maybe even bots, et cetera. What, what sort of tools are available and people should be focusing on? Well, from a strategic standpoint, there's essentially there's two things you're thinking about. There's there's going after cold traffic and there's retargeting traffic. So what I what I teach in the book is is the bottom up strategy. Focus first on your bottom of funnel and retargeting, because no matter what happens, you're getting traffic to your site every day, and it's not just coming from Facebook. If you have any organic presence, direct traffic, maybe you're running some Google traffic, whatever the case may be, you want to set up your retargeting on Facebook first because that's the most profitable and the easiest traffic to convert. Uh, it's the most inexpensive traffic to convert. So start there, build your nurturing strategy. Um, people, especially if you're in the service business, if you have a, a higher price or complex product, people need time in order to make a decision whether or not they wanna buy from you. So be prepared to nurture those folks and, and lead them by the hand over the time it takes them to make that purchase decision. Then and only then do you go and shift towards a cold traffic strategy and start to scale and bring cold traffic in. The advantage of building your retargeting campaigns first is that the day you start that cold traffic, you're already retargeting it. So that's, that's the one thing. Inside of Facebook, you know that right now, um, Mark Zuckerberg and company is <laughs> having some issues uh, potentially, but they have multiple platforms with inside of Facebook. So you can run ads that, that target Facebook uh, on, on mobile and desktop, Instagram mobile and desktop, WhatsApp, and a number of platforms. Uh, they also have an entire network called the Audience Network, which is you being able to show ads to people that play apps on devices across the planet. One of the things that I stress to people is if you're starting out fresh, don't be worried about all the different types of products that Facebook has. You know, there, there's also there's also like stories which mimic Snapchat. And so there are dozens and dozens of what they call placements inside of Facebook. I tell people focus first on the mobile and desktop newsfeed on Facebook. Get that working, get that converting, then step over to Instagram because there's some slight differences in the way Instagram uh, works than Facebook works. Move over there, get it working there, and then start trying these other placements. Um, you are going to overwhelm yourself if you try to you know, create an ad that caters to all these placements the first time coming out. You're going to be confused by how it's set up and how it works and how they differ. So start with the mobile and desktop newsfeed, shift to Instagram, then shift to those other placements as you get success. The Facebook engineer told you to focus on ad creative because they're not great at it. It needs human interaction to make it happen. What can you tell us about static image ads versus video ads versus carousel type ads in terms of when they may be best suited and the pros and cons of each? You should attempt to create a variety of advertising, meaning don't just go with static ads or don't just go with video. 
you, you're going to hypnotize your audience, so to speak. So what, what I like to say is I, I love video. Uh, I own a video uh, marketing company called Feed Stories. We prefer video. Facebook prefers video. In fact, um, they, this, this is going on four years ago. Everything they talked about was video. Um, the, I remember uh, there's a couple speakers from Facebook and Instagram, and they essentially both said, we're video companies now. And you could see this, how Facebook and Instagram have, have evolved into video companies. There's inherent advantages to using video. Number one, it's much easier for people to consume video on mobile devices. It just is. Um, it's very hard to read a lot of text on a, on a, on a device. So mobile, mobile video especially is really easy for people to consume. Um, and just a reminder, just, this is just an aside, but if you're going to do any video on, uh, Facebook, make sure you have captions on, uh, because people, most people tend to watch videos with the sound off because they're in places where they have to have the sound off. <laughs> right. Um, so we, we like to use a lot of video, uh, but static images are also okay. What I would ask people to do is use more realistic looking photos versus archival or stock photos. Uh, if you're using stock photos or archive photos that you get from iStock Photo or Getty Images or something like that, uh, you're basically letting people know that it's an ad. I mean, you, you want to appear alongside pictures of family, friends, food, pets, all right? You, you want your content to blend in yet stand out, but don't stand out because you're lazy and use a stock image, all right? Use an image that is more realistic, reflective of your market, it gets their attention and, and it and engages them into the ad. Um, and then your other consideration really is copy. You know, I, I always get a question from people like, do I use long copy or short copy? And the answer is use enough copy to tell your story, uh, but, lean on the side of short copy until you get good at writing longer copy, right? This is just a skill that people have to develop. Um, you're going to waste a lot of time and waste a lot of money if you try to write long copy and you don't engage people. Um, the long copy we end up writing uh, tends to be very much in a story format so that people stay engaged and read all the way through. Don't try to plug your whole sales letter into an ad because people will not read it. Um, try to drive them away from your ad to your landing page where you, they can be focused. Um, but people will read lawn ad copy if it's engaging and it's kind of a story and it captures kind of like their curiosity or it entertains them. That's when lawn copy really works on Facebook. Listeners, we're going to take a break there. You know I like to keep these episodes fairly short and Bob had so much great stuff to share that I've broken the chat up into two episodes. So be sure to tune into the next episode to get even more amazing advice and insights on Facebook ads from Bob. In the meantime, be sure to head to the show notes at marketingbuilder.net to find the links to learn more about and connect with Bob, including a link to the book, the fourth edition of The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. You also remember I mentioned I'm giving away a copy of Bob's book, the fourth edition of The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. To be eligible, all you have to do is hit me up with a marketing question. My intent is that hopefully enough of you will send in enough questions so you can send in more than one if you like that I can answer and then stitch them all together into an advice show. And I will also probably look to drag some of my marketing network friends in on the act as well just to help diversify the advice. 
Question submissions are open until the end of January 2021 with the show covering them off due for release on the 8th of February. So hit me up with a marketing question on do at contentgrasshopper.com.au or on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston. That's O-Y-S-T-O-N. That's a wrap for episode 34. Loved this episode? Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening. 